Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Lighthouse. Good to see you again this morning. Um, I'm humbled once again to be up here this morning to bring the message that uh, the Lord, I believe the Lord wants me to bring. Um, question for everyone this morning. Is there any labourers for Christ in the building this morning? If there is, please raise your hands. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, that's really encouraging. Um, okay, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, so we're reading in that area this morning. And uh, I believe that, you know, the, Lord, the Lord's laid so much on, on my heart. I just, uh, by his grace, that I'm hoping that we can fit it all in. And, and uh, that I can uh, bring, the Holy Spirit brings it to my mind. So we're going to pray first, guys, and we'll see what the Lord does, eh? By his grace. Holy Father, gracious God, Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you for Lighthouse. I thank you for what you're doing in Lighthouse, Father God. Lord, I thank you for your message this morning. Lord, I pray that you would move amongst us by your spirit. I pray, Lord, that you would touch hearts this morning, Lord. I pray that you would make a way this morning. I pray that you would bring revelation. Lord, my God, and I pray, Lord, as I stand here today, by your grace. I pray that you would anoint my tongue in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, good morning to everybody else at home as well who are watching online. Um, and I uh, hope you enjoy the message. Um, okay, well, I, um, I want to... I, I, I be honest with you, I, I've been, uh, there's uh, different categories that each one of them begins with a P, yeah? And I thought there was only three, so I'm okay this morning. All of a sudden, I went to the fridge, and the Lord brought two more. And I think, oh, Lord, okay. So it's five peas, not two peas in the pod, but five, yeah? <laughs> okay. Now, i got, listen, because I can't write, as you know, I can't write down. I, I've highlighted it, the, the key things I believe the Lord wants to get across this morning. So please bear with me. Okay, one of them, as Colin was saying, praise the Lord, is prayer. Prayer, prep, uh, prepare, perseverance, and uh, perseverance, and well, I was trying to think of the other one. Persistence, okay? That was one of the first ones that the Lord brought to me. Persistence, okay? We have to be persistent. Okay, um, so I want to share a little bit about my background. I think many, many of you know me anyway. Um, but I believe what uh, I want to share uh, about my background, and I believe it, it you know, it, it, it brings with the message that, um, that the Lord wants to bring this morning. Um, yes, yeah, so I myself, um, I, I come from, I was born into a, a Romany family, um, and my mum and dad, were bought, excuse me, <coughs> my mum and dad were uh, born in the old-fashioned, all-strawn caravans. And uh, throughout the years, all my family uh, have been farm labourers. Um, from my aunts, uncles, um, I myself, so I was uh, brought up uh, out, the, out the fields. Um, we, we, would, um, we would live in Harlow, on a caravan site um, throughout the winter. Um, but 
excuse me, I'm, I'm quite emotional. There's a, there's a lot going on uh, that I believe the Lord's doing within me to do with this message. Um, and uh, so we would, um, we, we, we'd be in the wintertime, we'd, we'd be here, but the main source of income would be in the summer where we would uh, leave at May time, run about May, and, um, and we'd come back at November time, in the winter. So, but throughout of all those months, we would be in the fields, and the, uh, throughout the fields, and also the orchards. And uh, we, throughout the seasons, different seasons, we'd be picking and working with all different types of crops. Now, uh, I'm a great believer that God uses someone's past. Um, to bring glory to his name. Um, for me today, for this message, um, that no one, no one else really can, I mean, no one can't tell me about nothing about farming um, because, uh, like I said, from early start, I, I, uh, I cut my teeth on a piece of flint without the field. So um, <laughs> the soil and everything, I'm used to crawling, I used to, you know, I was crawling on the soil, everything, it... it I'm used to, I've been around soil all my life and I've been around farming all my life. So all throughout the, the, the summer seasons into the winter. Um, so, um, so yeah, so what we're, where we're going this morning is that, see, the thing that the Lord brought to me very long time ago was that the Lord wanted me to, I ain't long become a believer, and the Lord wanted me to prayer walk the caravan site where I, where I used to live. Now, I, I, we left um, the caravan site to go into an house uh, when I was probably about um, 18 years old. Um, and uh, and I, 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 I said, Lord, I said, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to pray about the site. And the Lord said to me, prayer is prepping. You're preparing. He showed me a field, which I totally understood, that a farmer prepares the ground. He, he gets, the ground through, gets the ground ready for the next season, for the next, for the next lot of crops that he's waiting to get. Are you with me? So um, a farmer would take... Bless you, sir. Thank you. A farmer would uh, take a field, as he has many of them, um, and he would, after the, the, the crops from the last year, he would look at that for what he's had in there. And you know that um, the field that he's just used for that season, he couldn't put the same crops in there. It's called the law of the land. It's just, just our nature, just how God's done it, because it would weaken the crop. So he couldn't place back in the same crop. It would have to be a different crop. Even sometimes, if that field has had crops continuously, they would leave it, they call it set aside. They would leave it aside and they'd still get paid for it. But the, the government, because the government knows the law of the land, so they say leave that field. But, um, and the farmers have to do what, what, what they're told. So, um, so they take this particular field. So this is what he would do. He would take the field... And the first thing they do after he's, after he's um, took in the harvest, he would, he would go out and he would plough the field. 
that would be the first thing he'd plough it back in. So as he ploughs it back in, it would be between six inches to a foot ploughed in, turned over, and the, the, the blades would be twisted so the ground would be turned over. So it's prepping, he's prepping, he's working at it for the next lot, for working already. He's already got a vision for what he wants for the next season. Are you with me? So once it's ploughed, you leave it for about three or four days, depending on the weather. And then what he would do? Then after that, once it's dried out, then he'd look at it. It all depends what I said, which prop, props, uh, is that, crops he's adding now. Um, he would put some fertiliser on. And it's all different types of fertiliser. And, uh, and so he would, if it needed to, he would give it fertiliser. Um, then with that one, he would use what they call a chisel plough. Now, a chisel plough um, is a big machine, um, and it's got, like, spikes on it, really hard metal spikes, that, and they would turn and break down the soil. They would break it down, right down as far as... And he'd, and he'd do that all day long, all day, all day. And then after he's done that... Then he would give it a couple of days, leave that, go on to another field. Then after that, what he would do, he'd go there with what they call discus. Then he would disc it. So what the disc would do, any, it's, it's that complex. So whatever, if there's any smaller lumps, the discus were laid in that type. They, 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 they run to an angle and they would cut, they would cut them down. So all the time, is he is preparing the land. So as I was saying, the Lord said to me about prayer walk, um, it's about preparing the land. You see, we uh, praise the Lord that the Lord is leading us into an area, like Colin said about prayer. Prayer, prayer is the key. Prayer is prepping. And obviously, we, we, we're coming in, we, we was waiting for our new pastor, Rana, and I knew that I, I had some sense that the Lord was leading us in, going to lead us into another area. Um, and we're, we are, we're heading into the area of evangelism, praise the Lord. So I believe that this message today is to encourage us in that, in towards evangelism. Um, so we're talking about harvest. So... Uh, so this is what he would do. So after he's dished it down, then after that, would turn round. Then he would, after he's done that, he would turn round. Then he would what they call drill. Now drilling. Now along the old-fashioned word was sowing, as we have heard, sowing the seeds. Yeah, long time. I'm going. I'm going many, 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 many years back. Yeah, when they never had machinery, and what they they never had used the horses in them. I'm going. I'm going centuries and centuries back. They would have two bags, one either side. They must have been really, really heavy. One either side, and they would do this, and they would scatter the seeds, scatter them, scatter them, and scatter them. That would be their job all day, and they go back and fill up, scatter. Scatter, scatter. So today, modern day, um, they don't call it sowing, they call it drilling. So this, this would roughly take place towards, um, around about just before November. So they, they would get ready for, next, for the next summer, next spring. 
And uh, so they'd have the drill, but the drill would, would hold, would hold uh, wheat, it would hold seeds and fertiliser. Now, uh, as they do that, and they get rid of that, uh, they do that, and then after that, they will come along with great big, which I've done myself there, they've come along with great big rollers. Now, the rollers was one of the last things they would use. That would be to press the soil down, to keep the wheat in, to keep the seeds in, to keep it in, and so it packs down tight, ready to come up for next year. Um, so, you know, um, so that, that, that's what I believe the Lord's laid on my heart. And, and so the Lord, like back then, as I said many years ago, he, he, he showed me that, showed me a field and, and said, Lord Joe, um, prayer, prayer is preparation um, and preparing. So with the thing this time of the year now, harvest, harvesting is just starting to take place. Um, plenty of sunshine. We haven't had a lot of rain, but plenty of sunshine, which brings it, brings it on. Um, the, edges are, the edges are going over. And my old dad was telling me in the day when he used to go and check the fields, they never had a machine. So he had to do it by taste. So he would take a piece of barley and he would put it in his mouth. And if the texture was right and the edge was over far enough, that field, and it was down to him. That field was ready for cutting. Now, I've already noticed that some fields in some areas are already being cut or just started cutting. Yeah? They would add, this is called early barley. Um, then you have late barley. But in the in-between, you have early corn. Then you have late corn. And that's it, it just goes on and on and on, and then as, you, as we work down. Um, so, yeah. Um, but as, as for um, the harvest, so the harvest is just coming. And not, see, not all, not all fields are harvested all at the same time. Yeah? And to be honest, it's like people. Yeah, not all people are ready for harvest at all times. Now, I, I can just this, this is what <clears throat> this is what I, I, I get, and I've had people people say to me, and they, they seem to get very disappointed. Um, where they'd be speaking to someone, and they would they'd talk to them, and then, and then there seems like nothing nothing's happened. Um, and I, and I, I've said to people, don't be disappointed. So do not, when you're evangelising, do not be disappointed. Because, look, the truth of the matter is that you have gone there, you have, you have put out the word of God, you have planted those seeds. See, Jesus talks about, Jesus talks about uh, sowing and he talks, uh, talks about uh, people reaping, yeah? Reaping and sow, sowing and reaping. Now, um, there's, there's a time when Jesus and the disciples were together and this particular time um, they were together and uh, the, the, Lord, the Lord said to them uh, about sowing and reaping and they, they turned around and, 
uh, he said, sorry, he said to them, um, you're reaping what others have sowed. Now, the truth of the matter is, I remember many, many years ago, there are, uh, throughout the years that I know, I've been a believer 23 years, um, and I, for myself, um, have been involved in uh, prayer walking uh, around Harlow, uh, felt my legs was going to drop off, and, um, you know, we're praying, but been prepping and prepping. You see, guys, now, this, at this time, um, and as we, we head into the Arlow town and the surrounding areas, see, Jesus talks about, um, he talks about the, the harvest. Could, could you please, my friend... And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Praise God. Pray earnestly. Now, earnestly um, is to pray with such a depth. It's to it's, it's pray with, um, what's the word? Um, reverence. We are to pray with reverence to God, to the Lord of the harvest. You see... Um, the other week, uh, the Lord showed me, um, I was about, see, it's like this. Throughout the years, there's been many, many um, evangelistic meetings, praise the Lord, big evangelistic meetings, yeah? And um, before these people go to the, the, the big meetings, they, they send out, um, they have prayer warriors, yeah, like, like Andrew, you have prayer warriors, have people praying into that meeting ahead. Are you with me? Yeah, so that they would reap a good harvest. So that, that, that is the, that's the key thing, is to pray into that, is to prep for the harvest, yeah? Um, so what I'm saying is that, you know, um, where when we do this and we, in many towns surrounding, um, it seems to be really hard, yeah? It seems to be really hard for people um, and one thing or another. But you see, I'm not that I'm really going to get into um, spiritual warfare. But you see, in every town, in every place, there are what what they call strongholds, and the way that the Lord showed me this is pockets, yeah, pockets, bit like, um, bit like uh, gun turrets set out, bit like gun turrets. Now it's a bit where like sort of the enemy sort of set like that. It's a stronghold in that area, so we have to pray to the Lord, yeah, to break that down. Are you with me? Just break the strongholds down. So when we go out, 
into the harvest field to get the harvest, to bring the harvest in. We've got to prep. Are you with me? We've got to prepare. Are you with me? Um, okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> to say this, that um, we, our first job on the farm um, would be that to bring in, um, to prepare the sugar beet. Everyone, a lot of people know what sugar beet is, what sugar, sugar yeah, gently knows what sugar beet is. Uh, okay, so this, this is what you, when you put in the sugar that you get, it's, it's, it's a root sugar. And when that's ready by November, that has little, little, um, like little uh, crust at the top of sugar, when you, you can taste it. So they mash that down and that turns into sugar. Okay, now our job, our job is this. So we would have to go there, and what they did was they would put a row in. Now, this sugar beet would have to have room, a bit like, um, uh, what would you call it? Cabbages. Sorry? Cabbages. A bit like cabbages. Yep. Um, and they would grow quite big. So because they would clump up together, our job was to take one out along, yeah, um, to let it grow. Now, I've got something I want to show you. Do anyone know what this is? You know what this is, Jen? This is an oak. But not just, oh no, not just any oak. It's a swan neck sugar beet oak. Okay, that belonged to my mum. It was my mum's oak. Now, um, this has done many hours. Okay, many hours of hard graft. Hard graft. Now, it's, it's shaped like that to get an angle. So this sugar beet, when we start out, will be about as big as that. Okay, probably about an inch and a half. Now, with this, there are many ways of using this, okay? If you've got an easy going, nice, and the farmer's done his job very well, and the soil's broke down nice and what we call silky, uh, so you'll be able to go along can anyone see this? Can anyone see, see what I'm doing? You'll be able to go along and go bang, and you move out, and it's a, it's a nap, yeah? You have to be, you've got to be trained for it. So, and you go along. Now, there's many ways of using it, but if you're like that, and you're standing like that, my dad would knock it under my feet. And I'd say, get to work, son. Because, see, and I'll be like, I'll be asleep. Say, so, uh, come on. So, but if, if you've got a field that the farmer skimped on, you'll be called in to take out the weeds. And the weeds, believe it or not, some of these weeds would be like uh, uh, stingers. And the farmer, believe it or not, because it was mainly gypsies that done the work back then. So they would call them gypsy nettles. Seriously, gypsy nettles. So, if, like I said, it was a good going, you could be owing away like this. 
Lovely. But if it's not all good going, you'll be like this. And many of the fields were like this. So you would look up to see where the end of the row is, where you need to get to. You get what I'm saying? Perseverance. Perseverance. So, but with this oak, sometimes as many ways of using as I said, you could tilt the oak to get just if it's they're too close, just enough to pull it out or push. Okay? But you see, the truth is, we've had, because we are now work, working alongside, praise God, and I find it really, really interesting, uh, we're working alongside Team Challenge, um, and we have training days. Now listen, the truth of the matter is, guys, as labourers, yeah, we have the tool, but you've got to know how to use it. Yeah, anyway, you've got to know how to use it. So please, I believe the Lord's encouraging us to come to them training days. Come and be prepared, yeah? That's one of the P's, yeah? And perseverance. So when we're out there and we've gone out, and we're bringing the gospel. But like I said, with many, many of these big evangelistic meetings, there are people praying, praying into that before they go to break down the strongholds. So one pe- finish with this, brother. Shirley, young, do, do you recognise? Do you recognise? You recognise? So, um, so listen, as I'm saying with the tool, we have the tool, but we must come to the meetings to know how to use it. God has given us the tool, praise God, by his grace. Yeah? Are you with me? Okay. So, these big meetings, some people pray into it weeks in advance beforehand. They're prepping, they're preparing the land. Yeah? So, um, so yeah. Are we okay with that so far, guys? Yeah? Okay. Um, so the next, where are we? All right, yeah, okay. So um, we're uh, Matthew, Matthew 16, please. I'm from my glasses on, so I'm doing Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Praise God. Praise God. So here we have Simon Peter. Now, these guys have just been up, have gone out and uh, evangelizing. Um, they've gone out and they've, um, they've cast out demons and this, that and the other and they've come back. And then that's when Jesus turns around and he says to Simon, oh, the people say I am. 
and that's when Simon turns around, which we just said, um, he had great revelation by the Father that he is the Son of God, that he is the Messiah. Um, and the Lord said about building his church uh, as him being the rock. Now, he gave him the key, he gave him the key to the kingdom. See, we need to be praying this, you see, listen. When he gave him the keys to the kingdom, later down the line, so Simon, Peter, went to the centurion's house. Now, I remember one time asking the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why did Peter have to go? Why did Peter have to go? And the Lord said to me, he had to go and unlock because the Lord had already given him the keys. He had to unlock in the heavenlies for the early church. He had to unlock it. See, we need to be praying. We need to be praying that the Lord of the harvest will send out the laborers, that the Lord of the harvest would unlock the hearts of the people of Harlow. We need to be praying that the Lord of the harvest would unlock in the heavenlies would loose and let it said whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. We need to be we need to be praying. We need to be praying. We need to be persistent. Are you with me? You get where I'm going. We need to it's about unlocking. Need to be. I've had people say Arlo's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It is a hard place. But see, we need to be praying for the Lord to break down the strongholds. We need to be praying that the Lord would unlock. Unlock the hearts of these people. Are you with me? Okay, so, you know, and it's also, when people say that, you know, I've, minister, I've spoke to this person, have you ever heard of the saying that uh, the lights are on but nobody's on? Yeah? The light, I've, I've done it myself, yeah? You'll be speaking to somebody, but they're not hearing they're not seeing, they're not hearing, they're not, they're not getting it. They, they, they can't hear, they can't see. The truth of the matter is the Bible says that they are blind, deaf and dead. We are dealing with people who are blind, deaf and dead. The Bible says and there's an area in that the, the, the God of this age, which is the enemy, has blinded, blinded, not their eyes, blinded their minds that they can not receive, they cannot get it, they cannot get that Jesus, the glory of the gospel that is in Christ Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? We need to be praying that the Lord would unlock, that the Lord would loose, that the Lord would enable these people to... Right, do you know, <clears throat> Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, says the Lord. Praise God, yeah, praise the Lord. See, a lot of people take that and they think once a person has passed away. Listen, we know that while a person is... Walking, listen, we're dealing with people who are blind, deaf and dead. Blind, deaf and dead. Now, it's only but the power of the Holy Spirit that the Lord gives them spiritual life. And then... Their eyes, their ears, their understanding. Yeah? I say to people today now, just encouraging us, whenever you go out and, you, and them seeds, listen, them seeds are planted. Yeah? But listen, not every crop is harvested at the same time. Yeah? It's not, it's not, it's not our time. 
It's the Lord's time. We want to rush things. We want it. We want to run ahead. Are you with me? We want to run ahead because we want. We have a heart, and God knows that. We want to see people saved. We don't want to see people go to hell. We don't want to see people. We want to see hollow, broken from the chains that bind these people, what the enemy has done. We want to see people set free. But we've got to be praying into this. We've got to prepare the land. We've got to prepare the fields. We've got to pray in before the labourers go out into the fields. Are you with me what I'm saying? Praise God. So, not all harvest is harvest at the same time. As I said, we want to run ahead. The truth of the matter is we need to catch up. For God's all prepared already. We need to catch up. We think we run ahead. None of it, none of it is our timing. We're not in control, guys. God is. Praise God. Yeah? God's in control. Are you with me so far? Are you with me? Okay. Um, you know... When you've got a harvest that's uh, coming to the time of uh, getting ready to be harvest, a crop, I should say, getting ready to be harvest, it needs three things. It needs sunshine, plenty of sunshine. It needs rain. Most crops, most crops, sugar beet can get away with not so much rain, but still needs rain. Yeah, needs sunshine, rain, wind. It needs wind. Wind plays a big part in all harvest. Why? Because when the sun is shining down, the wind blows through, and it turns. It turns the um, the harvest. It turns the the crop. It brings the crop in. It brings it into being ready. So all of those elements, yeah, that crop needs the wind, the sun, and the rain. Does that sound familiar to you? Does that sound familiar? It's called the law of the land. But who's made that law of the land? God has. And we've heard about wind, haven't we? We've heard about wind, and you know? Um, these things. So as I'm saying, so guys, you know, um, they're principles. But we need to understand, so we need to understand these things. So we guys need to be here on training days. Listen, I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up. Um, I, I could be to many, many prayer meetings. But I, I'm a welcome, I don't listen, I'm not making excuses. But what I'm saying is if we can get, get to these meetings and you're a labourer, then we need to be prepped. Are you with me? Need to be trained. Yeah, got the tool. Okay. Um, so we're praying for God to unlock. Yeah, we're praying for God to loose on earth in Harlow. Um, Matthew 7, please. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. 
Praise God. See, when we knock, we've got to continue to knock. We've got to be persistent in knocking. We've got to be persistent in asking God. That's the thing. Be persistent. There, there's, another, there's another story that the Lord tells, which is an absolutely brilliant story, but the Lord tells of a, of a man um, who uh, his friends come to stay. And uh, uh, so he's come to stay because he's on a journey, but he's got no bread to give him. He's got no bread. So he goes to another neighbour, another friend, and he knocks on the door. It's late at night. He knocks on the door. Friend, I need some bread. I need three loaves of bread. And, he, and the man says to him, the man says to him, he says, my door's shut. The door's locked. And my children are in bed. We're in bed. He said, but I've got a friend. I've got a friend in need. I've got a friend. I need some bread. And the Lord says to him, look, he says, he won't just get up and give it to you because he's your friend. He'll get up and give it to you because you are persistent, because you keep on knocking. <laughs> yeah, I'll back you up. I'm waiting, waking the children up. <laughs> are you with me? The Lord didn't say that. I said that, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> but most people wouldn't. If you've got somebody banging on the door, then I'll back you up and give it to them. That's what they want. Yeah? So that's the thing, the Lord's, we've got to keep, we've got to be persistent, we've got to keep knocking, we've got to keep praying, keep praying, keep praying that the Lord would unlock the hearts of Arlo, we've got to keep praying that the Lord would loose on earth, we've got to keep praying that the Lord would break down the soil, that the Lord would break down the strongholds, that there's a good harvest, there's a harvest coming, there's a harvest coming, there's a harvest coming, but the labourers need to be ready, a bit like that tool, Yeah? We've got the ability, but you've got to know how to use it. Are you with me? Yeah. Praise the Lord. I know I'll repeat myself, guys, because my, 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 my paperwork's in here. Sorry. Um, praise God. Uh, 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 how much time have I got left, Governor? Five minutes! <laughs> five minutes, go! Five minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Okay, right, okay, we, we've done it. Right, okay, this, this, this one, we've got another scripture. It's in the book of Revelations. Revelations 3, verse 7, please. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, the words of the Holy One, the true one, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. Praise God. We pray to the Lord Jesus, we pray to the Lord of the Lamb. Yeah, the Lord of the land. Uh, some scriptures turn around and say, the Lord of the land, um, sorry, the Lord of the harvest, but the Lord of the harvest fields. You see, the Lord owns it all. See, the enemy wants people to think that he owns everything. He owns nothing. Nothing. What's the Lord say? He's a thief. Thieves don't own anything. Don't belong to them. Belongs to the Lord. Belongs to the Lord of the harvest. It's his. Yeah? We have the authority. Yeah? It says it belongs to the Lord. It don't belong to the enemy. The enemy wants us to think that just uh, whatever's going on belongs to him, belongs to him. He don't own anything. It's a thief. Okay, so it says there, the Lord says that, see, it's, it's whatever doors he opens, no one's going to shut. We've got to be praying that the Lord's going to open his doors. Nobody will shut. The enemy won't be able to shut. Yeah? What do we want to see? We want to see a revival. I want to see a revival in Ardo. Listen, I have a heart from my own people. I have a heart from my race of people. For the gypsy people of Arlo, they're hard people. 
But I've got to continue to pray. I want to see. I want to see them come. I want to see. I want to see Lighthouse filled with my race of people. Listen, using me brothers and sisters, but I still have a heart for my race of people. I've got family here. Are you with me what I'm saying? We've got to be praying this, guys. Listen, they're God's principles. They're God's laws. They're the laws of the land. But I believe the Lord has allowed me to bring this message. I believe, you know, because like I said, I was brought up in the land. It's for this day. As hard as it was, it was for this day. It was for that I would have such an understanding. Yeah, to bring this message. God could have used some humble. The Lord could have used somebody else. Maybe there is somebody else who's worked the land. Maybe they are, I don't know, but they're principled. But I believe that the Lord, for see, the Lord Jesus always, always, even back then, spoke about the spiritual stuff and brought it to the reality of the physical. So, because those people would, would understand. Are you with me where I'm coming from, guys? Okay, um, one more, please. Matthew. Uh, 28, verse 18 to 20, please. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Praise the Lord. Guys, I hope that you got the message today. Be encouraged, yeah? Be encouraged, be encouraged. There's a harvest coming, and it's all in the Lord's hands. It's all in the Lord's time, but we need to be willing. We've got to be willing laborers, yeah, to go into the harvest fields. Okay, so let's pray. Holy Father, gracious God, Father, I thank you for your message this morning, Father God. Lord, and I pray for, for everyone here, Father God. Lord, I pray that, Lord, that you would, Holy Spirit, that you would continue to minister, continue to minister that for which has been spoken today. Lord, and I pray that you would encourage hearts today. Encourage your labourers, Lord. Encourage your labourers. Encourage those here by the power of your spirit, Lord. I pray this, Father God, may you continue, Lord, and to you be the glory. So I pray, Father God, that you would harness up the laborers, that you would, Lord, that you would teach them, teach them for what you have given them to use, for which, Lord, that you have already prepared in advance, Lord. So, Father God, I give you the praise and I give you the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you.